W. T. L. It's a big, hairy American window machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. What he does is work out and performance. Get it to 85% weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. And welcome to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Gibran. Oh, the Parlay Pounder. Yep, we're back, baby. Dude, we've been pounding some parlays. We have been pounding I mean, the it, parlays this week. Dude, it's your namesake, but it I just is. I just had a 3-0 day. Yep, you, you know? just went three for three. MLB, yep. man. MLB. People are scared about baseball. I mean, you just got to look. Who's hitting dingers? Yep. Bet on the dingers. Dingers. You got to who's hot, who's Come not kind of thing. It's it's, <laughs> it's all about who's getting in the batter's box and going with them. So. Dude, who's swinging the stick, It's right? all about the overs is what you're talking about. It, it was about the overs. <laughs> I mean, and that's something that you've been talking about. Oh, you, yeah. you love to hit those overs. It's what it is. I, You know, I was playing a little conservative there thinking, man, the unders. You know, and not just baseball, <clears throat> but you know what? Over on everything. Dude, when when the league is geared to hit dangers yep. and the pitchers are just throwing straight you know, heat. Straight heat. Uh, okay. Exit velocity. That's All what right. it is. Yeah. So we're gonna smash those overs and we've <laughs> been doing that and we've been doing quite well yep. lately. Yep. All right, so Today we have an action-packed, yeah. huge episode. What are we diving into? A bunch of stuff. We got UFC Fight Night uh, this Saturday night at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. We got the USFL playoffs. Oh, my We're God. We're talking playoffs. Playoffs are here. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so nope, and like like we just said before we got on here, our boy Mike Riley took down the coach of the coach year. of the year honors mm. in the USFL, and uh, <laughs> pretty much the teams we've been talking about this whole uh, this whole year um, are the four left in the playoffs. So yeah. I think it's pretty fun, and then we'll probably wrap it up with some NHL. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stanley Cup Finals action yep. with some college baseball, college World Series here Dude. in Omaha, and we're gonna hit that hard again. Dude, as inconsistent as the World Series has been, College yeah. World Series has been, we've been hitting it pretty good. I think so. Y- you know, uh, uh, Tennessee got bounced out before they even got to the show, no but doubt. we said we said from the get go, stay away from There's the no balls. Value. There's no value. We were high on Texas, yeah, but everybody was, yeah, and that was another case where we weren't saying bet on Texas. Yeah, you know, we weren't. We we weren't going that route. <laughs> I, I will, I'll kind of follow my sword for that one, Andy. I was trying to hook them, yeah. and you even said Boomer Sooner. So I'm going with you on that one. And uh, some one team has already punched their ticket to the finals, <laughs> and they are the Sooners from Oklahoma. Yes, sir. I, I did think that was pretty hilarious, and you can't predict that. But yeah. they, in a lot of books, had the worst odds kind of going in. Yeah. And now they're in, sitting in the driver's seat. They're, they have the best odds. They're the only one that hasn't lost well. Old Miss as well, but they're playing Arkansas tonight, right. so who knows? Yes, and this is where like I would shift gears. You yeah. know, traditionally it's like, oh no, 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 I like the plus money. Yeah. I like the plus money, and <laughs> Oklahoma's on the other side of it. Uh, but anyway, we'll, you got it in with plus though. You're I good. did, I did, I did. So we will get into that. But let's <laughs> yeah. start off with where we want to go with here. Fight night. It's fight right? night. It's it, fight night Apex? on Saturday night in All the right. Apex. We're All right, back who we got coming up? We here. got. Uh, Arman Sarazukin versus <laughs> the gamer Gamrot. Uh, <laughs> the gamer. Yep. 
And uh, this is going to be a good one. These are two of the biggest rising stars in the lightweight division. Uh, Like I said, fastest rising stars. Mm -hmm. They're both sitting there, I think, at 11 and 12 uh, ranking-wise in the lightweight division. Yep, they are. And these guys do not lose. So it's pretty, pretty tight. Um, obviously, Sarah Zukin has a slight edge on the line right now, but I've seen a lot of chatter online where people are really split on this one. So I think it's a good one to talk about. Yeah, not not by a lot. And okay, just kind of run down the yeah. the record here. Sarah Zukin, I mean, eighteen and two. Yeah, and then on the other side, the gamer Garrett. Yeah. 20 and 1 with a, a no contest in there. You yeah. know, kind of a goofy deal there. Yeah. But similar records. Okay. And, and a lot of times, you know, we'll, we'll see these matchups, especially the ones that draw a lot of interest, yeah. a, a lot of viewership, uh, get that pay per view really rolling. No doubt. You know, we got, we got an, we got an old time fighter that's trying to hold on versus an up and comer. That's not the case here. No. We have two guys kind of in the prime, prime of their career, making a case yeah. for, uh, for themselves here. One guy out of Georgia, one guy out of Poland. Uh, Everything's everything's right in line here yeah. as far as how they like to go about their business, how they like to win. I think this is going to be a tight one. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, I just want to kind of get into it here, Andy. Armand Sarazukin, number 11th ranked fighter mm-hmm. contender, is on a five-fight winning streak. In his last two bouts, he has won fight of the night performance in both of them, knocking out Cristido Yagos and Joel Alvarez, which are two very good lightweight fighters in their own right. Uh-huh. Um, the only loss that this guy has is to Islam Makachev, which is about to get a title shot. So if anybody's well, about on the doorstep yeah, yeah. after Islam Makachev, it's this kid if he wins this fight. So this guy has a very well-rounded game. He can. He combines that high-level wrestling with a you know top control with yeah. the little. Uh, I don't know what you say, Muay Thai ability standing up. So uh, he's 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 my favorite to win this win this bout at a minus two fifty is what I got it on. Right. I think it's even moved a little closer than that. It has uh, as 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 yep. the week's going to progress here. Yeah, and, and you're exactly right. I mean, he wins thirty nine percent of his fights by KO or TKO. Yeah, and then he wins twenty eight percent, nearly thirty percent of his fights by submission. Yeah, so that's a well rounded game. Yeah. O- okay, uh, but you can say the same for the yeah, gamer. No doubt. On the other side, winning thirty five percent of his fights by KO or TKO, and then twenty five percent by submission. Okay, so yeah. like you got two guys here uh, that are so similar. I just you know, you know how I get. I, yeah. get, I get a little leery of this stuff. So I, I'm, I'm looking at the player props. I'm looking at like, okay, I, you know, do I like the money line? I mean, I, I hear where you're coming from here. Is there any little edges that a guy like me that might be a little skeptical of just straight up saying R might might win this one outright? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff here, Andy. The one thing with Gamrot, he. I just want to give a little, you know, shine on him because uh-huh. he is a very great fighter. His only loss is a close split decision where he earned fight of the night honors as well. So you know it's a close one. You know it's good to go. Yeah, but yeah. since then, he has reeled off three straight stoppage wins. So mostly, def- uh, most recently defeating uh, Carlos uh, Diego uh, at a TKO last December. So this yeah. guy is no pushover. And I mean... Uh, that's and that's affected his average fight time. It's yeah. dropped all the way to seven forty three, where where Armand's sitting at eleven thirty one. Yeah, you know, eleven minutes through one second. That's a long time in the octagon. It's a long time. Yeah, it is. So, um, what I was going to say, Andy, here with with Gamrot and the way that he's been 
freaking stopping people and uh-huh. really getting them into the earlier rounds. It seems like he has that. It seems like he's got the win for it. They these both guys have win for it, and the best bet of the night that I'm looking at right now is a minus 105 for this fight to go to the distance. And Ooh, th- I think okay. just the way that both of these guys are, they're going to be feeling it, feeling themselves out for the first couple of rounds, and then really, you know, yeah. into those championship rounds. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. just going to be a free for all. They don't so. want to show too much early on. That's how a lot of those exactly, UFC, especially so I, the title fights go. Yeah. So. I, I think it's gonna. I think the tendency to grind out these fights is what these guys like with wrestling and top control should slow the pace down for these fighters. So I really think while these guys have racked up finishes, Andy, uh, many of those have come against inferior fighters, and they have plenty of divisions sure. versus better competition. Well, okay, so like, have you seen some trends here, uh, especially with Securin? Okay, the guy yeah. out of Georgia. Yep. I mean, he went. He he's won twenty eight percent of his fights by submission. Yeah. However, just running down his stat line here. Now, this gives me room to pause. Yeah. Submission average per fifteen minutes is sitting at zero. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, so has he just straight up kind of gone away from that, or is that is he just blowing through uh, competition that yeah. he just dominates? I mean, what's going on there? Because I mean, I'm looking at that, and I'm uh, then I lean towards camera. I'm like, at least he could win by a submission here, <laughs> no, you know, because his stats way better. No doubt about it. No, uh, Sarukin has just been kind of laying it to people, and you know. Uh, like I said, he is kind of a mixed fighter. Mm-hmm. He can wrestle. I'm not saying that he likes to do one more than the other. It's just that. But if get, you're a mixed fighter, you have better than zero on your stat line yeah, right now. <laughs> that's true. But that's per 15, and most of his most of his fights don't go 15. So um, no, they go on an average 11 minutes 31 yeah, seconds. Yeah. So um, <laughs> no, I, I I don't know about that one, Andy. I would not pick either of these guys to win by submission. Looking at the lines here, uh, no, it's not good Sarah's, either way. It's not good either yeah. way. It's just that was shocking to see a yeah, zero. No, no doubt about saying? it. No doubt about it. Um, but yeah, I'm, this is going to be one of the best fights, uh, one of the better fight nights of the year, just because mm-hmm, these mm-hmm, guys are mm-hmm. so closely put together. Like you alluded to earlier in the. Earlier in the cast here, they usually pin a couple up-and-comers versus a couple guys on their way out, right. and that's how they draw it. Yeah, this yeah. is an actual one where these guys are both contenders. Two and, dogs. And, uh, you know, I really think this is going to go to the distance, so my best bet of the night is at minus 105. You can get it on DraftKings right now. Uh, fight to go to the distance, all five rounds. All right. Anything else you want to sprinkle on this UFC here? Uh, fight, night. fight night in the apex. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's so many fun bets here. Like, the the plus money is there for anybody that wants plus money, like we were just talking about with the submissions. That's where I like to go. Gamrot is a submission guy. And mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he can get a submission, but he's been doing TKOs lately. He he's at a plus 1,100 if he wins by submission. Ooh. It's just that Sarah Zukin does not get submitted, right. and neither does Gamrot. So yeah, the, they're the, too good for that. The, these, this plus yeah. money is um, a little bit too far gone for me. Um, to win by points, which would be you know by decision, uh-huh. uh, Sarah Zukin sitting there at plus one sixty, which I think is a one of one okay. of the be- one of the better bets. And then to win by TKO, if you think Gamrot is rolling right now, <laughs> I got him at it, plus six fifty. It's not that bad of a bet. It's is not it? that it's bad not of a bet. Bad. Like I said, I've been you know we follow people to yeah, yeah. you know kind of brush up on our game every once in a while, and a lot of people got Gamer coming out in these championship rounds if he can make it to him and yeah, yeah. winning this fight. So 
if if he does get to the you know championship rounds, rounds four and five, he has a chance to the knock Sarazuka out. The table is set at there. plus six fifty. So Ooh, either take God, the money like line on on Gamrot or take him by TKO, which would up your value. I, I like the value bet there. We're not looking at any other card now. We do want to talk a lot about. What's coming up? Yeah, you know. Yeah, no doubt UFC. about it. Do you want to give a little preview yeah, right no, now? This is, I, I think yeah, we should for sure. No, this is kind of our warm up for next week because we, we are going hard. Ooh. I am flying out to Las Vegas for UFC 276 style go. bender. Max Holloway, mm. Sean Strickland, Sean O'Malley, Misha Tate, Robbie Lawler. It's the biggest <laughs> card of the year. It's going to be every card, yeah. every, every the, all the undercards. Yeah, it's it's so good. like Robbie. Lawler didn't even make the main card. That's how stacked this card is. I cannot wait to get out there. Uh, Izzy's probably my favorite fighter right now, besides Connor go. McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm kind of a Connor Homer. But I have always <laughs> wanted to go watch Izzy fight, and I'm finally getting the chance. Here we go. And I'll be putting big money on him to to beat out uh, uh, Jared in the uh, main event. All right, so that's coming at you next week, folks. So you don't want to go anywhere for that. But for <laughs> this week, we're just doing a little fight night preview, a little no warm doubt. up, no like doubt. you're saying. We got. <laughs> Take a quick minute here, though, yeah, to recognize this week's sponsor, and that's Nebraska Brewing Company. Yummy. You, you know, they got a summer IPA series going on right now, and right yep. now we're enjoying the Lemon Rattler. It's a wheat ale with a little bit of lemon. It's a limited special release. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Yes, sir. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back with more WTL Where's the Line? Everybody at WTL, I'm your host Andy Class, and joined by Gibran, uh, the Parlay Pounder. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, we've already been pounding it. UFC, you can't get better than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you've been smashing it UFC yeah. lately. So, well, I've been smashing some other things too. <laughs> Uh, oh, some here we, NHL. Here we go. Here we which go. Is what we're getting into now. Mm. Uh, mm. I don't know if you guys listened last week, but we smashed it we on did. Game One of the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup Finals yep. with the Colorado Avalanche winning yep. in the overhitting. If you doubled up on that, you doubled your money. So uh, just stay tuned for a little bit more. Of I was going to say, yeah, Avalanche won that four to three. We nailed the over. We nailed the winner. Nailed yep. the money line. All of it. Just, I mean, you. I mean, what else do you want? Exactly. So, I, I mean, if you want it, if you were actually really listening. <laughs> Listening, you could have easily parlayed three bets into that, and also uh, got a little no uh, sugar on top of that. But all right, so now we're 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 looking ahead a little bit here, yes, sir. Uh huh. Aren't we? A game five. Game so we five. we got to kind of get our crystal ball out here. Yeah. Uh, but I think we have a pretty good feel of what's going on here. I mean, it's been pretty sporadic. Other than game one, I've been a little surprised yeah. with uh, the blowouts, but I guess that's just how sports work now. NBA <laughs> uh, finals, it, College World Series. It seems if you're the home team, you can blow them out. Just blow them out. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, in, in the College World Series, you know, College Baseball World yeah. Series, there hasn't been a game that's been within four points. And there is no, <laughs> no real home team. I mean, no, it's all yeah, in Omaha. You're right, you're right. You know, so like, I mean, it's just it's just bizarre the last couple of months how, no, sport, how sports have gone. And that's been tough on betters. Yeah. I mean, just all the more reason to listen to us. I For guess. sure. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I know. All right, so let's get that crystal ball <clears throat> yeah. out here. And let's talk about game five. That's Friday, June 24th, 7 p.m., the Puck 
drops. What do you got for me? Yep, uh, back in Ball Arena in uh, Denver. So I mean, it, it's it's this series is just shaping up that each home team is going to win every mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Avalanche took game one saying. and two in Denver. Lightning took game three by a blowout. Looks like they might win game four. They have the better line. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just going to ride with what the – I think what the line is going to be is going to be Colorado at a minus 150 to well, win. Uh, so, so you're taking like past information and projecting that <laughs> in the future? Uh, yes, because uh, <laughs> because the home team has won pretty much uh, – well, not pretty much, all of these games. Every time, yeah. So they literally can't move this line, Andy, because yeah. it's going to happen again. Uh, well, it's and so that over under is just going to sit there at six. Yep. If it goes, if it goes five and a half, people, if you see this line at well, five and a half, jump on it because that is free right. money. In, in the eyes of a better, it's free money, especially the scores that have been going out Dude. in these in these uh, Stanley Cup Finals, four to three, seven to zero, six to two. Yeah, that covers. Six every time it covers mm-hmm. five and a half by a yeah. landslide. That's exactly where I was going to go with it. Uh, with that five and a half, what you just said there. Yeah. I mean, game two, Lightning didn't even score, but the over was smashed because the Avalanche scored seven freaking goals. For sure, that is unbelievable to just. And this is the finals. This isn't some you know game on the road mid season that we don't care about. Yeah. Lightning was putting their best game out there, and they still got blown out 70-0, smashing that over. Smashing the over, and the ball arena was smashing the beers in the stands. Uh, <laughs> now that's Coors. A lot of Coors <laughs> yeah, being Coors. drunk in there. A lot of Coors. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, from the mountains there. But uh, the other thing that I really wanted to talk about, Andy, is a little player prop that I have been smashing these last few games is Valeri Nitschkin for the Colorado Nitchkin. Avalanche. Okay. Okay. Usually his shots on goal are sitting right there at four uh-huh. to four and a half. Okay. And I really think once he gets back to Colorado, he's probably going to have about seven to eight shots on goal. So I think he's going to smash the over on that. So if you guys see Whoa. that on any of your, you know. Whoa, you're saying he's going to have four or five more shots I than, do. than what he has on the I road? I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. No, I, I'm <laughs> no, saying. No, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I'm saying he's going to have four to five more okay. than what they're projecting him at. <laughs> On DraftKings, on uh, Prize Picks, on all that stuff. So, if you guys got Valeri on any of your guys's, like I said, player prop of the day kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, I gotta smash, keep that. smash that yeah. shots on goal because they're going to have them low because they're coming off of a couple, you know, light games against the Lightning. But in it's on Tampa the road. Bay. It's on the road. Yep. I, I love your perspective on that because it's on the road and that skews it. But the the same thing that we're talking about here, yeah, uh, where they're going to want to keep that over under, you yeah. know, the, at six, no they're going to want to keep it there because that's where that's just what's that's happening. where the series is at. They're going to have that tendency to try and keep it there for the player props as well. Oh, for sure. And that really does flip, you it know, does. when you get home versus away. So I yep. I, I like where your head's on. Uh, I like I like where he heads at. With <laughs> that. Do, you, do you have any other little golden nuggets you want to well, you want to share with the folks at home? The only, the only other one that I kind of wanted to do was uh, Kale Maker for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh-huh. He's a defensive man that scored twice in Game Two for Colorado, which you don't see a lot. Everyone scored um, in Game Two. That's what I'm saying. Is Kale did did it twice in the third period, and his shots on goal, I believe, before that game started, was one and a half, and he had <laughs> over five. So. If you guys are looking for another one, Kale's always a good one because since he's a defensive man, his shots on goal are going to be so much lower than a a prolific score. Right, right. And I think it'll hit. You really think it's going to hit? I do. You think think 
Lightning can be caught in a bottle twice yep. playing the lightning. Yeah, I, well, I think the lightning are going to get <laughs> caught in the bottle three times oh, at home against the Avalanche. Go. We got the puns for you too, folks. Yes, sir. All right. Well, okay. I, <laughs> you know, I'm too conservative for that. Yeah. I, but I but I like where you're at with uh, predicting that that over-under is going to stay right there at six, and I would smash that over as well. It's been working so far. Yep. Why would I get away from it? For sure. And I really like the energy that happens in Colorado and Denver. That crowd is going to be rocking. And so far, it's been nothing but goals, pucks hitting the net. Yep. I am smashing that over. Pucking net. No doubt. No doubt. And uh, one more nugget, Andy, is I still like Colorado to win this series, obviously. Oh. They yeah. they yeah. they get the final say. Mm-hmm. Game seven's in Ball yeah. Arena in Denver. So if it's going like we're talking about going, and who knows, they might win game six on the road as well. Yeah. And so we, we'll do, we don't know what's going to happen, but I really do think the Avalanche are going to win the Stanley Cup Finals. So if you guys still want to put some money on that, go ahead and do it. You have my blessing. No doubt, no doubt. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. All right. So now we're gonna we're gonna shift gears here. Yes, sir. We're gonna get to another one of our, you know, main talking points. Yeah, one of our keystones. <laughs> uh early on in our uh podcasting careers, if yeah. you will. All right, so USFL playoffs are finally here. Yeah. And and this has been a fun talking point for us, but now it's boiled down to the final four. Yeah. All right, and we have coach of the year. Mike, Mike Riley. Riley. <laughs> GBR. And what the heck? Okay, so nine <laughs> the generals are nine and one under Mike Riley. They're yep. taking on the Philadelphia Stars. <laughs> uh games on Fox Saturday at three PM Eastern. Ooh boy, the generals are a four and a half point favorite. We got the generals at minus two thirteen. Well, I'll tell you what, Andy, is the New Jersey Generals lost the first game of the year and mm-hmm. haven't lost since. They just—that's yeah. the reason he got Coach of the Year. Is they just spout off nine straight wins. Pretty good. And they have the uh, USFL MVP, offensive MVP, Cavante Turpin. He's the best receiver, best kick returner, and that goes a long that's way. Good, yeah. That goes a long way in a in a league like this. So, um, no matter what, I'm going Generals on this. I, I do like the line where it's at four and a half. I really think Ooh. they're probably going to stretch it out to stretch it out to seven. The thing that I okay. really would like, you know, a little bit of a help on here, Andy, is that over under at forty seven and a half. Oh. Um, I don't really know where to go with that one. You're, you're usually you're so confident in the over, you love to hit that <laughs> over. I'll tell you right now, hit the over. Hit the over. This is the USFL. This is. Prime time on Fox. We're going to – I mean, I feel like all all the stops are going to be pulled yeah. out for this one. I feel like both teams kind of are like in on it. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, we need to put on a show here, folks. So we're going to put in base defense. We're going to yeah. have four or five <laughs> We need people to watch this. Exactly. I mean, just – okay, so a return man is player of the year. Yeah. I mean, that tells you a, a, a lot right well, there. Well, I mean, he's their best receiver as well. But, yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's got up a lot of yards yeah. on the receiver. But it's it's conducive for that. Yep. It's conducive for fun. It's conducive for scoring points. Like yep. the NFL is trying to get to that. Yeah. Um, but they still have to like recognize defensive players, I guess. Or yeah, I guess. Like. But uh, the USFL doesn't have to do that. They yeah. don't at all. And this is, you know, they they've proven that they can have an entire season. Yep. They're on all the networks. Okay. Yep. And they're they actually they got they, backing. 
Yes, they have backing and they had enough viewership. Now, now here we go. Your four-team playoff. You're on Fox. This is the first game. Yep. Uh, two o'clock Central, right? Two o'clock Central on Fox. I think I think you're going to see fireworks. Okay. I really do. Smash that he, over. Here's a little nugget of information. So these guys did play last week. This was the matchup. It was Generals versus Stars last week. Uh-huh. Generals beat them 26 to 23. So that's sitting at a 49 point. Over go. under, oh. so you would have been you would have been right last week, yes, and I would have been wrong with the spread. But for some reason, I really think the generals are going to open it up a little bit more. I think they're I think they'll get into the thirties and probably hold the stars to about twenty five points there. And both these bets are probably going to hit. I think so. I think the over is going to hit. And, and a little shout out here, right, to the Philadelphia Stars, uh, Bando, middle linebacker, yep. right, right, Mandaris. I mean, he, he got over the whole stealing bicycles thing, you know, in Lincoln. And then, you know, and then he finished out his career as a Husker. Yeah, and no now, in that, now no. he's killing in the USFL. He's in the playoffs. <laughs> One of four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and but, you know, uh, he might have a reason. He might have something to do with that overhitting. I, th- you know? I think so, too. <laughs> no, you're, I think we're right here. I, I, think, don't, I don't want to throw any shade at the I boy, think the but. spread's going to hit. I think the over's going to hit. I think they're both. Pretty safe bet, so I will probably parlay parlay those into a really good one. Lock it up. Lock, lock it up. It up. <laughs> lock it up. <laughs> lock that one up. All right, so let's move on to the nightcap. Yeah. Now this is the one that everyone's talking about. <laughs> the New Orleans Breakers at six and four. Yeah. First the Birmingham Stallions, and I think the Stallions have such an unfair advantage, and they yeah. have had throughout the entire season here. Yeah. Because they're the only true home team. They're the only home team. All for for folks that don't know, all the games have been played in Birmingham and all the teams have been in the hotel across right yep. across the stadium. Uh so a smart move on the SFL, saving a bunch of money and all that good stuff. Until now, Andy. Oh, until now. They are playing their first road game of the year. They are playing in Canton, Ohio for oh these God. playoffs. So yeah, I don't know how they they're in Hall of Fame Stadium. They're in Hall of Fame Stadium. Uh, but yeah, the Stallions are going to wreck these idiots. Um, <laughs> the New Orleans Breakers were my favorite team going into the season, and I stuck with them pretty much halfway through, and they uh-huh. let me down too many times. Well, four times. They only scored three points last week against the Houston Gamblers. Uh, Ooh, I don't like that. I think the Stallions are going to run away with this one, uh, and I, I'm foreseeing a Stallions Generals well. championship game. Next Sunday, and the and the line reflects that we got Stallions at minus five here, so they're picked to win by five points uh, to to cover over the Breakers. Yeah, do you think? Do you, I mean? So, like, are you going to put your money on that? Do you think the Stallions are going to cover that? You the, oh, the Stallions are covering that easy. easy. Okay. I, I, I would take them. I would take them at seven. I think I would that's take a, them at seven. I, I think that's an odd number, isn't it? Five, it, like you well, usually it, see six, it six it started, and a half. It started. It start. Both these started lower uh-huh. and have been raising. So you think that five is probably going to go up? I think it's probably going to get to seven, and I would still take it for the Stallions. So this is Saturday night, seven Central, eight Eastern on NBC. Yes, sir. This is the nightcap. This is the big one uh, um, that the USFL is kind of putting out there, yep. um, and, and it's their best team, the the Stallions. It's y- their you know? breadwinner. It's the it's it's the marquee team of the league. And uh, okay, so they're at a minus two thirteen to win. So that means if you bet ten dollars, yeah, okay, you win one forty three sixty nine. Like that, yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad at all, right? It's not bad. You know, so the over under in this game though, Andy, forty three and a half. I am not touching this either way because hmm. 
43 and a half. I'm just not touching it because the Breakers only scored three points last week. And the Birmingham, the Stallions won last week, but they only won 21 to 19. So I am not. Yeah. I. I had just not seen enough points out of these two teams. You think they're teams. trying to save it? You think they're trying to save it? I think they're. Well, I just, I just think that uh, the Stallions will win. I think it'll mm-hmm. probably be probably twenty-one to seven, something like that, and uh, they'll cover. And the, you know, the under might mm-hmm. hit, and it might creep up to that forty-three. But I'm not touching it either way. And I, I what you were talking about, uh, the lines moving because the book I'm looking at right now has moved up. It's forty-four and a half. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know, but yeah, that gives me a, a moment to pause there. I don't, I don't like that either. And, and it kind of feels like, yeah, the stallions, Birmingham stallions just yeah. kind of want to put it in cruise control, right? For sure. And get to that championship game and they know they can handle the breakers in that weak offense. I think so. So, so this is one of those cases where it's a lower, it's a lower over under here yeah, at 43 is. or 44. But for a reason. Yeah. For a reason. And I think that's a it's a pretty good reason here. If it, if it was if if I had to bet on it, if I had to do it, I would you know parlay the stallions mm-hmm. uh, just to win outright, just to win outright, and the under if I had to do it. But if I'm just taking Stay one, I'm it. just taking stallions money line. Call it a day. Call it a day. If you want to get a little frisky, yep. get the under on that. Now, but do, do, I don't know if we want to do that. Do we want to get into the odds to win the SF uh, USFL? Because mm. we got to win two well, games here. Let me think about this. I mean, we're a sports betting. <laughs> oh, do we? Let's do it. Let Let's me tell you where's boom. the line on this. Okay, <laughs> the Stallions are obviously the front runners at plus one thirty. Mm-hmm. I think they have the better matchup this week, so they're gonna be in the championship no matter what is right. what the line is reflecting. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. at plus one thirty, I think that's a very good bet. You still got plus money. You, you, we pretty much know that they're going to be in the championship. So I really like that one. The New Jersey Generals are right behind them at plus one sixty. Okay, that's pretty good. But these are, you know, these are the front runners. So if you like either of these teams, jump on them now because after they win this week, it's going to go. It is negative money. It's going to go down. Yeah, it'll go negative money. And on top of that, you know, the Generals with their offense, you don't know. You yep. don't know. You know, from week to week, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes where it, is it? Where is it? Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and the Stallions, they they've been the more consistent team, so that throws a wrench into it as well. Yep. I love the plus money, so <clears> I probably would. I would be sitting on the Stallions, even though. The Generals are riding a nine-game winning are. streak. They are. They got plus money, better plus money. So you wouldn't be an idiot if you want to go that they're, way or a square or whatever you want to say. For sure. They're both nine and one. They're, either way you yeah, cut yeah. it, they're both nine and one. Yeah, and you're getting plus money, so there's no one's going to be able to throw shit at exactly. you or say or tail you or fade you or whatever you want to say. And if you guys are still riding the breakers, even though I'm not, they're at a plus 350 and Ooh. the stars are at a plus 400. <laughs> I, I think these I uh, I just wouldn't do it, guys. It, uh, if, who's betting on five hundred teams? If you here. got the stones to do it, I guess you you can. But um, I believe it will be stallions and generals in the championship with the stallions yeah. overcoming them. Yeah, that's far out there. All right, so let's take a minute to recognize yeah. our sponsor, Nebraska Brewing Company. You know they have an summer IPA series, and right now we're enjoying the Lemon Rattler. It's a wheat ale with a little bit of lemon in there. It's a limited special release. World class in every glass. Nebraska Brewing Company. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more WTL.
And welcome back, everybody. WTL. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... DeBron. Ooh, the parlay hunter. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. We talked to UFC. We did. NHL. Yep. Okay, now we got to get to it. We got to get to it. The CWS here in Omaha. It's our thing. It is. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Uh, for the all the wackiness and, yeah. and these over-smashing, yep. all the home runs, which no one can hit a home run in Omaha. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah? Well, you think so? I went to the game last mm. night, and I saw a kid had pretty much hit it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are upper-deckers, <laughs> the, man. Yeah. And everyone's in. Like, the, the 7, 8, 9 batters are smashing yep. it out of the park it's, uh, uh, for all these it's teams. It's an anomaly, I guess. Uh, anomaly or, or just college baseball. Just what happens. You know, you know whatever is going on here. But I do got to say, you know, um, yeah. we, we, we've been hitting it pretty good here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we smashed the Super Regionals. Yeah. And we've done pretty good through here navigating up to this point. And I got to tell you, my overall favorite, who I picked a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, when you when you're running hot, you gotta you gotta you gotta get on your horse. Yeah. You gotta get on your soapbox. I'm gonna get on Oklahoma yeah. Boomers sooner. <laughs> They're the only team that's punched their ticket to the College World Series Finals. We still got two teams battling it out: Arkansas and Ole Miss playing mm-hmm. tomorrow at Wednesday, yep. Yep. or today probably. Um, um, and who knows how to pick this one? Uh, yeah, I, I know. It's tough. It's a trap shoot. Uh, but, but that's exactly why I picked Oklahoma. I loved what they did yeah. in the Big 12 Championship. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get that that, that memory, that sight of them taking down Texas. Taking down Texas. And yep. I'm like, oh, these boys are on fire. <laughs> and you know how much stock I put into who's hot. Who's hot right now? Yeah. And, dude, it's the Sooners, man. It is. And they went, they went from the long shot in a lot of books. Yeah. You know, you're looking at plus 1,200. Yeah. Uh, to now, they are the overall favorites by a margin. Yeah. Because they're already in. Yeah, they are. All right. It's still, still, still plus money. Um, but, but we got the other side of the bracket to figure out here, <laughs> and we got the results in here. So it's going to be Arkansas, right? Versus Ole Miss. Yep. For the the one game playoff now, it's mm-hmm. everything's down to this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. win, you get new life because if you get matched up against Oklahoma, throw the records out the books. People, yeah, it's yeah. a three-game series in the championship of the College World Series, so you're just fighting to get in there. Which you know, it kind of sucks to be Oklahoma because they don't have a loss, but um, it doesn't suck to be. It Oklahoma doesn't. Right it now. doesn't. I'm just saying that um, one of these one of these two teams is going to come into the championship with a loss mm-hmm. and only have to beat Oklahoma twice when right right the the other if you know Oklahoma vice versa. De- hasn't yeah. suffered a loss yet exactly uh, and they're sending up plus 185 yeah. that might come down a little bit it probably will it will it, it probably will uh but here's where I'm this is what I'm looking at yeah uh Arkansas has a better pitching staff. I truly believe that. Yeah. They got a deep staff. Obviously, they showed that uh, throughout this series, being being able to battle back, <laughs> stay in games that they probably shouldn't have been able to stay in, right. and then persevere and knock Ole Miss off and forcing this, like we're calling it a one-game playoff here. Yep. Um, however, Ole Miss hasn't had to get into their staff as much as Arkansas. No doubt. So there's your rub. Okay, so you have maybe Arkansas with a better staff, but, man, it's depleted right now. Yeah. And Ole Miss, they're swinging some hot bats and now we're into a four and five starters i it's hard for me to look past Ole miss it really is yeah no i i got what you're saying but like you're saying arkansas with the pitching staff hagan smith led the way um wednesday night with five five innings pitch with eight strikeouts really keeping that run count down Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. Ole miss so that arkansas could really you know bleed this game out and get 
get you to where they, they needed, needed to be. Him. Yeah, did with that. I have to disagree with you, Andy. Oh. I'm going with the Omahogs. <laughs> I, I have to. I'm, I'm kind of going with my Sweet. heart on this one. Yep, I'm kind of <laughs> going with my heart on this one. I went to the game last night. Saw him win then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're a you're a Van Horn guy, man. You're a holdover. No doubt about it. Yep. And yep. and this was one of my teams that I picked. To, you know, right. kind of. Yep. If, if it wasn't Texas, it was probably the Omaha. Arkansas. So, yep. Um, yep. So I I like them. I don't know. I don't know if they can do it, but I really would like to see it happen. Oh, they can do it in a one game <clears throat> playoff series scenario happen. like this. Yeah, and there's two SEC teams squaring off. Both both have beat each other not only yeah. in conference in season play, but here in Omaha. No doubt about it. Okay. So yep. so yeah, you can't just throw that out the window. I'll be curious to see where that line eventually ends up. For sure. Either way, it's gonna be Tough and like I, and like you no. said, what's so cool about the College World Series is that whoever wins this game tomorrow night, and we're talking about their pitching uh, staff uh-huh. being depleted and everything. These guys don't have to play till Saturday again, right? So right. Everything is yep. everything. It it the counters go back to zero. If Oklahoma, Arkansas can get there, yep. If Arkansas can get there, if they can get yeah. there, it's back to zero. And Oklahoma says, "Uh oh, yeah, uh, yeah." You know, we've been resting a little bit, but <laughs> Arkansas is going to get their rest, and they're hot. Did they, and, but, yeah. and we're hot, too, but that's what's so fun about this time of year in yeah, Omaha. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I went to the game last night. The energy was just awesome. Oh, it's been sellouts. And the the, the, the evening games, yeah. the, the night games, they've all been sellouts. It was awesome. It's crazy. It was, it's yeah. so fun watching, you know, the Omaha skyline down there yep. and, you know, watching Light a baseball up. game and mm-hmm. uh, the party at the mat after after the fact gets a little wild. But Corey Jones little shout-out there yeah. for CJP. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and But, you know, it's just a lot of fun. So if you get a chance to go down there this weekend, guys, definitely go do it. Yeah, you might awesome. run into Jabron down there throwing down some parlays. <laughs> you're going to be everywhere. You're going to be, be Omaha. You're going to be Las Vegas. They, yeah. It doesn't matter, man. Well, i got to stay up on, up to date on these lines. So, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to these places. Uh, uh, all right. So, uh, I mean, getting back to some of the storylines yeah. here with the, with the College World Series, it's been – Overs smashing, yeah, and it's been runaway victories. Yeah. I mean, uh, the closest game up until you know a night ago what was four runs. Yeah, I mean it, it has been blowouts, and, and the, the games, the series has been good, but the individual games have been lacking drama. Yes. Um, the the winning runs have been scored in the third and fourth innings, and, and just whatever the the opposition could do to get back, it's not enough. It's too little, too late. Right. Uh, so that that has been really bizarre. That it nine games out of ten have been. Just blowouts. Well, and that's, by, by any measure, and that's what's so weird about uh, last night's game. Andy is three to two with depleted pitching staff. So you would yeah. think that they would hit them harder, but it you you're you're a former baseball player. You can you you can just tell when the game tightens up. Right when you, when you have that leash of you only have one more chance. Yeah, it you tightens make that up. Pitch. You, you make, make that, that pitch. pitch. You yeah. make that play. You mm-hmm. dive for it. You you make the diving catch. So yeah, yeah. I really see this game. You know tonight being a very close game between Arkansas and Ole Miss, yeah, and yeah. have the best man win to go on to see Oklahoma in the finals, and then it's back to square one. No, I like that. And one thing that a lot of folks don't talk about is uh, Arkansas 
and their defense, not just the pitching, but their defense. They their basically middle, have four or five shortstops. Their middle know, their infield, high school shortstops. Their middle infield is the best in the game. Sick. It, it's it's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. The, the, those guys, they're vacuums. They scoop it up. They get in. So not only do you have excellent pitching, which at this point is a little depleted. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, but you also have just a stellar defense behind it. Van Horn has recruited his ass off, right, yeah. uh, to get to this point. And uh, the more we talk about it, the more you're kind of turning me into maybe an Arkansas fan. <laughs> but I just, I just love, just like I like Oklahoma and how they're riding this high yeah. and they're just smashing, they're just smashing the ball right now. That's what Ole Miss has been doing. Ole Miss hadn't dingers, lost a game till dingers. Ole Miss hadn't lost a game. <laughs> yeah, they had, that's the first Wednesday. time. Yep. But uh, but and it was but, a good game. It was a very good game. Really very good, good game. game. But even the game that I went to, Andy, which was Auburn versus Arkansas, mm-hmm. it's. And they Auburn only scored one one run, but they were smashing the ball up they the were. middle. But yeah. these infielders were so good, they yeah. weren't letting anything by. And the outfield was getting yeah. them in quick. Yeah. So it was. I I can't wait to see this game. I'm taking the Hogs. I want them to win. I want them to be in the College World Series, and I want them to take down your Sooners. Uh, you know, you're you're one of those guys that you, you'll step out there and and you'll you'll bet with your heart just a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. but it has to make sense. And it in has this, to make sense. In this in this instant, it really does. How could you? you you're not an idiot if you bet in Arkansas <laughs> in this spot. I just Definitely like not. Old Miss, and it's not like I'm going to bet the farm on it whatsoever. Yeah, for sure. But I see Old Miss taking them down the pig suite down or whatever. They say there, and and Oklahoma. I, you know, even I was surprised that they were able to just go in undefeated. Yeah, and, and punch their ticket for to, sure to the three game playoff. It's very good, very good, very fun. It's the College World Series. Nothing that we didn't expect. All right, so I mean, as of a day ago or so, we had Oklahoma at a plus one eighty five. That's probably going to go down. It will, right? Right. And what's the final set? It will. Yep. Yep. So I mean. It's gonna it's gonna totally reset because they'll get that rest. Yep, and it'll probably be about even money. It probably so, will. So be. money line is where you just like your traditional major league baseball type of bet. That's probably where you're really gonna want to look at it as far as getting your value. Is just a straight money line type of bet, and no who doubt. you believe can persevere. No doubt, and and that's kind of been the way it is throughout these all the all these things because you can't uh-huh. predict these run lines because no. a lot of them have been you know so far gone the other way uh-huh. and uh, you know just blowouts and stuff so really really looking at those money line bets whoever you think deep down is going to win uh, throw the money on them drop it put some <laughs> coins down boys all right Jerron anything else that's it go hogs that's there we it. go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Boomer Sooner. There you go. All right. This has been WTL Where's the Line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>